This anime review contains adult language, mature situations, awesome musical references, some political aspects, crazy side characters, an amazing anime by Shinichi Watanabe, and the power of friendship. Listener discretion is advised. It's hard to be a normal person, that's just not me. I'm writing a journal to keep my feelings hiding. Across the bridge, what would I see? Wanna see it? Dreaming my dreams. Miracles, beautiful, here we go, all the way. Running for my life, it's now used to keep holding back my thoughts. So would be wrong if you're gone. Spark and Anime Review, Carolyn Tuesday. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Anime Review, Sparkin's podcast where we talk about all things anime, things new and old. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Yep. So how is everyone doing on this beautiful March day? Well, it's almost the end of March. Soon it will be April. Well, <clears throat> I'm ready for March to be over. Yeah, with all this craziness, it's a little bit weird and insane, but we're trying our best to be the best we can be and keep ourselves sane, and because of that, we've been watching a lot of anime that we want to talk about, but we've kind of missed. Like, this one, we saw the first half, we recorded an episode, and the episode four disappeared. It's, and it was posted, too, wasn't it? I thought it was posted, but apparently it is, the whole file is gone. It just, it's not in the FTP, it just disappeared randomly, so... We're going to kind of do a retrospective on this. And so we went back and watched the second half of this because originally we were watching this through alternative means, but then it came out released on Netflix and it has actually better audio quality for some parts and some other parts, which we're going to actually talk about. But we decided we'll wait and we'll watch it when it's all done. And then a bunch of other things hit. So we said, we'll watch this and talk about it because this is a monumentous series. It's a series that is one which was made specifically for two companies' anniversaries, which is kind of cool. Studio Bones, it's their 20th anniversary, so they want to do something awesome. So what could be awesome? Let's get one of the most popular directors of all times who made things like Space Dandy, Samurai Champloo, and more importantly, Cowboy Bebop, Shinichi Watanabe, and have him make a series. But also during this time, it's the 10th anniversary of record label Flying Dog, who's got a lot of anime singers. So the together, openings. they have anime singers in Mars. So they make decide to commission... On, on Mars? On Mars. So they decide to commission an amazing series that was going to be exclusive to Japan from April 10th to October 2nd, 2019, which is the original air date. And then we would get its paltry release several months later. We would get it in August... And then we get the second half in December, which kind of sucks, but... But so be it. And it was a series that they released on Netflix every single week. It wasn't a, you get it all at once. And I think that's kind of impressive that they did that. Although I prefer watching it all at once. You prefer the binge. And I, I don't like waiting between. Some series you would see the, the binge is worth it. Some you want to do the wait. You want to wait and kind of see what happens. And this no, one is that's one you. Which... You want to wait. I want to see it all. I want to know the story. 
And this one has one which, The Binge Works, and it's just a great series. You have a bunch of singers. I mean, besides D.A.N. and Flying Lotus and Mark Redito, Alice in Wonderland, a.k.a. Alexandra Scholler. You have Madison McFerrin, Taku Takahashi, Taylor McFerrin, and Thundercat, a.k.a. Stephen Lee Bruner. That's a really awesome name. And, Thundercat? Yes. And they actually released two albums for this. One album was for the first 12 episodes, and the second one was for the second 12 episodes. And there's a bunch of live action, and the two main singers for this, who we'll be talking about, they actually have... Did we even announce what this is? No, we haven't even gone into the other parts, because this is a anime that was directed by Shinichiro Watanabe and Motunobu Hori, like I said, produced by Studio Bones. Licensed by Netflix, they're 24 episodes, and it is a Senin music series. Something a little bit different. And the title of this is... Carol and Tuesday. Yes, and it's a series which is does something very different, especially for Mr. Watanabe, who's done a lot of series about, you know, you got Space Cowboys, and you have beatboxing samurai and then well you do that kids on the slope which is a 1960s story about music so music has always been a big part of his repertoire and this one it embraces it it just it goes for this is about musicians two musicians and let's set this on a place where mr watanabe is very familiar with mars this seems like it will actually fit in the like a mixture of Cowboy Bebop universe and our universe. Because on the one hand, it takes place in Mars, and they have Wulongs, and also certain characters from Bebop show up in the background. But this does take place in 21... Like, 2126 or something? 21, like 2126, and there are things that make kind of date it a little bit. Like, the big thing is that Instagram is still a thing. With social media, how fast it cycles through, I doubt Instagram's going to last 150 years. I mean, it might. It might. But who knows. And this takes place on Mars where part of it is terraform, the other part is not. So it's like you have desolate, crappy areas and you have good areas. And you have two girls. First off, you have Tuesday Simmons, who is the daughter of a political candidate who lives the very good life. She's She's wealthy. She's a a widow. Well, Tuesday isn't. Tuesday's a a little girl. No, but her mom is a widow. Yes, with two kids. Uh... But you have... But she comes from... It's a very wealthy, um, affluent family. Again, the mom's in a political race. Uh, very privileged. Yes, like, for example, when you first see her, when she's running away, she has a luggage that is motorized. It follows her around. And then she ends up saying, I can't walk so far to the to the train station, so I'm going to ride my motorized luggage. And it's like, it wasn't designed for that. It ran out of battery power. She assumed people were there to help her with her luggage. Oh, they end up stealing her no, luggage. But, but, that's quick. How, but that's how, like, you know, that's that's the the method of travel she was used to. One of her favorite Christmas presents was a Gibson guitar, which is her one thing that she holds on to with a with a passion. That's like like they take her luggage fine, but that Gibson cigar is not going anywhere. And it is a Gibson guitar. It's not like a it's an acoustic guitar. Yeah. So this is worth money. She loves her music. So she's running away going to Alba City, and she runs into our other main character, Carol Stanley, who is a refugee. She was from Earth. She moved to Mars. We don't know if it was legitimate or not, but she's orphaned. And she works a bunch of different jobs. And like she works at a pizza place. At one point, she's hired to be a crier at funerals. 
And she can't cry. She ends up laughing at the funeral, which hey, you're going to get fired for that. But she's just, you know, she's an orphan that grew up in the system. She didn't really have a family. So... Like, her family is her landlord, who's an old Chinese guy. Right. So she... She, you know, grew up with... She's a tougher... She's a tougher girl. She knows how to handle herself. She knows how to stick up for herself. And she... The hustle is real. She she works her job. She gets her money. She has a place to live. And she has a keyboard. Her favorite thing to do is play keyboard on the bridge. And that's where they run into each other. And then they just become friends and end up starting to... They just, like each other's sound. And they start working out. And what happens is, is they're trying to, like, figure out what they're going to do. Because they're, they're good together. It's like just that spark, that moment of just pow. They end up... Having a friend of Carol's break them into a huge hall, which is the immigration event center. It's for it was dedicated for the first immigration from Earth to Mars, and they get they go into this, and apparently there's going to be a big star there, showing up. And there's a huge piano, like yeah. concert piano, and. And they play a song together and record it on their phones. Well, they don't. They're just playing it to screw around. And during this time, a big DJ is going to be having an event at this hall. And his sound producer, a guy named Roddy, is there just doing sound levels. And he hears them singing. And he immediately whips out his phone and starts recording it to put on YouTube. And while they're playing it, it's a beautiful, amazing Did, song. Did he share it on Instagram? He, no, he shares it. And it oh, okay. gets viral. And then this guy, Gus, who is a washed-up music... uh, He's not a producer. He's a manager who is kind of washed up. He used to be a drummer, and he used to be big time, but then stuff happened. He's looking for a sound, and all the sound nowadays is synthesized. It's all about AIs, artificial intelligence, like making fake music. And he wants something real, and he hears on someone's phone this song, and he's like, okay, I need them. They are what I'm looking for. I'm going to hunt them down. <laughs> and I'm going to hunt them down and find them. And their first meeting is him banging on the door. And it's like, you know, it's not like someone's going to break in to kill them. And he's like, no, I'm going to be your manager. And like, don't kill us. And it becomes a story of them trying to make it big. And then with their very soulful, folksy, relaxed sound. Which is kind of cool. It's beautiful. Now, for every series, you have to have a protagonist and an antagonist. And the antagonist for this, at first, is an, a rival singer. Angela Carpenter. This girl who's been a model since she was a little kid and has been working her ass off just doing gigs. I mean, at one point, she was like a... She was a dancing... Um, what was it? A mascot for a commercial. But she does model work and she wants to become a singer. But her voice sucks. So her parent, Dahlia, who is... Um, how do we describe There's an Dahlia? interesting gender fluidity that's happening on Mars. With some of the characters and it, apparently it's happening on Mars where people can They explain it that it's because of the genders. It's because of the environment. Something in the air causes certain individuals certain chromosomes to switch genders. So it's her mother mom, but originally was a boy. Was her it was originally her dad. And it's kind of... like I don't have another way of sharing. There's a character later who does it better, I think, because it's more gender fluid as opposed to just one to the other. I think um, Desmond does a much better job with it because he's yes. very ethereal and weird. But so Dahlia's trying to push her... We'll call her 
her daughter to be the best she can be. And they end up hiring this guy, Tao, who is a music producer who, who creates all the AIs around. He creates high-selling performers, and he does things which are a little... You know, they're not unethical, but they're very, like... Like, he does, like, almost surgery on her to get her voice perfect. Like, digitally enhances her voice. Yeah. To make her the best she can be. And he seems cold, but he's, like, nice he's, to her? He's not cold. He's void of emotion. He's emotionless. So it's not cold, but it's not warm either. It's just robotic. And for some reason, Angela likes him, which is weird. Like, strangely attracted to him. Like, at first she's like, I hate you, you're, you hate me. And then she's like, you're the only person you're I can talk to. You're making me work so hard. And... It's like when he abandons her, she goes crazy. She's like, no, you can't leave me. Don't. It's like, okay, that's mixed signals right there. And it's it's them trying to get far on. And you have so many other characters, like... Uh, who else is there? There's, uh, what is his name? You have, of course, their producer when they get an album, Toby, who's... Um, Completely crazy. He's the shittiest record producer ever who constantly says shit. He's like, oh, it's got to be a great shit. There's a lot of language in this. Oh, there's cursing galore. And it's not just with... And every time that they sing, if you're watching the Japanese track, which is why we originally saw it, you have Japanese singers, but then you have English vocals. And one thing, all the songs are in English. And one thing that was interesting is in on if you watch it on Netflix, you're watching the Japanese dub, the audio and music are exactly the same length. It doesn't switch. If you listen to the English dub, immediately when it starts to sing, the vocals for the singers drops down dramatically. So it's kind of harder to hear. So it's a little bit of a do you listen to it in English or in and I have to admit, the English dub for this is excellent. It's actually a yeah. really good English dub. I will say, though, that the Japanese dub for some characters are a lot better. Like, like Tuesday's a little breathy in the English dub. Yeah, and she sounds a little more whimsical in the Japanese dub. But then you have some of the other weird characters out there that you have. Like, there's the other musicians that show. Like, first one you have... Etrigan, Johnny Etrigan, the DJ who is why Carol on Tuesday became popular, and he is just like me, me, me. Like his whole slogan is "Who am I?" Like, ha- like have his. He's like, "Who am I?" And then everyone says his name. And then when he loses his money halfway through the series, he's like, "They're like, who were you? You're kind of a has been." He's like, "I don't know who I am." But then he's like, his, his, uh, his ego. His ego is super big. Like he's. He's out there. Then, of course, you have Crystal, who is essentially like the... I don't want to say Celine Dion, but I could think... Like Lady Gaga, right? Or you think more Celine Dion-esque? Um, Whitney Houston. Yeah, more maybe, maybe more Lady Gaga. Like, not a diva, like, I'm wearing weird costumes, but, like, she is the best of the best. She's the one that you're like, wow. She's one of the most... Just the talent is an, an insane... Yes. You have um, one character who's named uh, Skip, who Skip's whole thing is, Skip is a guitarist, but he's also the guy with the dreadlocks. Supposedly there's a thing with him and Crystal. They had a whole thing going on, but we don't know what that's about. Of course, you have Desmond. it's the music industry. Stuff yep. happens. You have Desmond, who is essentially the David Bowie of the universe. He's one of the most highly respected solitary artists. However, he is, like we said, there's some issues that he's... He's both gender, so he's very unusual sounding. 
And I like that he, his voice changes slightly when you're listening to him. And then the other aspect is that he is dying. He's a singer who is on his... Would you say is his deathbed? Or he almost looks like he has MS or something. He's in. He's not a quadriplegic. He can move around, but he's in a chair. And his AI robotic helper nurse does everything for him. It actually cares about him and feels bad like for yeah, him. Yeah, the AIs in this are great. They're all intelligent. Some are some are really nice. Some are very skeezy. Like one looks like Pinocchio does something horrible, and then when he says, "I didn't do it," you see his nose just start growing. Like it's like I'm just gonna die. I, you're my favorite person ever. Please don't hurt me. And then he gets hurt bad. Uh, you have a character named Flora, who she is. A former singer who was like they were they compared her to Cindy Lauper, which I kind of like that there is references to old music throughout the series. That's really cool. But Flora was someone who was a former worker, like she was with Gus. Like maybe there was a thing going on, we don't know. But she made it big, dropped Gus, and then she had kind of a dramatic fall. And this gives a little bit of a redemption to her. You have rappers in this, like there's a. There's uh, Tuesday's friend Ezekiel, who went to school with her, or not school, she, he was in a refugee camp with her. You have this guy, OG Bulldog, who is yeah. a really big, like a big scary looking thug, who raps opera. Very cool, opera. One of my favorite parts of the show, I know we're kind of going all over the place, but they there's like an America's Got Talent kind of show like mars, mars is brightest mars is brightest um and they have a lot of the different talented people come out on it so you have a tournament arc you, you have, have a, a tournament arc and it's with uh, america's got talent as with three characters you have of course the obligatory bitch character or, or asshole and that's Catherine, who is a very just willowy looking lady who just very like you're not good you're good you're not good and at one point she she kills one of the groups just says like yeah you're done <laughs> Yeah, you're done. Yeah, stop. You have Benito, the more flamboyant character, and then you have uh, an AI who's in a robot dog. Yeah. So it's a weird, and then but then you have a bunch of very interesting contestants. Besides them, you have one who is Sibel, who's actually the only character that doesn't sing in English. She sings in French, and she's kind of a little bit of a stalker. Um, she's kind of a huge stalker. Yes, uh, you have an Instagrammer who wants to be a singer, who, like, you think he's going to be a rapping joker, but he's actually really good. Yeah. Like, he did it for the hell of it. You have a group of drag queens who just, um... they It's not child-appropriate when they sing? No, not at all. And they all have the same voice actor, which is the crazy part, because they're apparently triplets or something. Somebody, like, really had a lot of fun with that. Oh, yes, just to have them just because it's every curse possible. Then you have the Fire Brothers, two old guys who are dressed like Kiss, who you think they're going to die on stage, and then they're singing hard heavy metal rock, like death metal, and then they, they like die at the but end. they look like sweet old grandpas. Yeah. And then last you have GGK, who is a crazy person who thinks that she's like a Martian. She's like, the universe talks through me and I'm just a vessel. She's very artistic. And it's... Who's a good example of that? There's nobody I think of. Like, maybe Bjork? Maybe Lady Gaga at her craziest? Or Salvador Dali? Like, just, like, a very strange singer. And all these characters, and I know we're talking mainly about the singers, 
and not the story. But that's the point of it. It's like a lot of it's about singing, and that's great. It's all these characters are very unique and individual and awesome. But these characters are also very well developed. And these are the side characters. Our main characters are excellent. They're some of the best written characters I've seen because they all have their own moments and their strides, and they're all trying to be the best they can be. And Carol and Tuesday are trying to become great singers, and you see the rise and fall, and you're rooting for them as things happen. And unlike a lot of other series, it doesn't go 100% for them. It's not the... It's kind of the Ash Ketchum level of thing of, yes, they're not going to get number one, but they're still going to be acknowledged. And that's what happens in this. Yeah. And they go through, like, them starting at just, we're going to be performing gigs on the side, to we're going to try to make our own video, which is going to go horribly wrong, to we're going to join America's Brightest. But they had the, the opportunity of signing a big record deal, but didn't, which is good, because they would have signed away, like, everything. But they had the opportunity of signing a big record deal, but decided to do, go it on their own, but are still, like, climbing up the charts. And and you see, like, because Angela, because we're watching both of them go up, and Angela goes the other route. She's helped by everybody. She has money. She ends up selling out to this very rich conglomerate who they're not good people. They're, they're pushing for stuff which is... The, the, the B, was it the D arc? You think this is the D sub yeah. storyline? The D sub line has to deal with refugees on Mars and, how, and the political rise of Valerie Simmons, Tuesday's mother, and all this. Did we say we're going to do spoilers on this one? We're not going crazy on it. We're just doing a little bit of spoilers. Okay. However, I want to be careful what I say. But there's a lot going on, and it just, it, all these characters are developed. Very well developed. They are. They have personalities. They have background stories. They have issues. They have endearing things about them. And the world is designed beautifully because this is the future. It feels like it's home, but it also feels like it's the future. Like where they're at is Alba City. It's a city which is kind of a merging melting pot. So you see elements of various city designs, like when you see the musical hall, it's very futuristic. And also, like, for some of the concert centers, they're very futuristic. But then you see things like their South by Southwest, which, funny story on that, the voice actresses of Carol on Tuesday have been performing as Carol on Tuesday. And they actually were going to show up at America's South by Southwest this year. Unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, it got canceled. But that would have been awesome to see them at South by Southwest. Super awesome. Because they're really good singers. But, so every single aspect is done slightly differently. And at one point, when we first meet... Uh, they're crazy, uh, the crazy Toby, that nut job. When you see him, it goes into a whole other, it shows a whole other side of Mars, which isn't good. It's kind of, uh... It's like Manhattan. There's, like, the super polished, posh side, and then there's, you know, an underbelly, and there's a Chinatown, and there's... Well, this is the slums. It's out in the, like, the Martian boondocks, and this is where people are, like, you know, it's not exactly terraformed yet, so the sky is still kind of red, and oxygen is maybe not as good, but people are there, the people who kind of work hard, and you may get, you know, it's like, people need guns and other things, and the reason why they leave Toby alone is because he's a batshit crazy old man with an axe. Right? Right. And also following through all this is is well that's the the b plot is with the with kyle and all that with the kyle who's the the journalist covering the election trying to use tuesday to screw everything up which is kind of shady but 
But that's like, that's a journalistic move. That's digging to find it, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's other plots. There's, there's a stalker for Angela who is kind of like uh, Sabella, but not as She's good. Like, she ends up being kind of like Ar- Ariana Grande or something. Sabella? No. Oh, Angela. Angela. Yes. Angela is like Aria Grande, yes. She's like young and she's, you know, beautiful. And so she gets a stalker and... And stuff happens. And also she and has... she's not... She's she's almost too young to be dealing with that. You know, she doesn't know how to deal with it. And also she has the ultimate stage mom who is taking care of everything for her. And if things happen, she will fall apart. She's like... She doesn't know how to... Re- you know, she needs an adult there to guide her. And without that, she's like, I don't know what to do. She's like, you're worth millions. I don't know what to do. And it's, everybody has a rise and, I think except for Carol Tuesday, everyone has a rise and fall. And the best thing is that the series opens up with a statement that there is an event that occurs. And the event does occur. Mm-hmm. And it's done really well, I think, how they, how everything comes together to focus on that point. And while, there's not going to be a second series. I'm happy with where it ended. I really am. I would... it, it could definitely... It could It could so continue if it wanted to. But they don't want to. They said, here's our story. Here's what happens. You had your beginnings, your, your tournament arc. Where they go from here. Well, two tournament arcs because they have... Mm-hmm. Or is it one tournament arc? Two. Because there's the... Oh, it's the Grammys too, yeah. The Mars Grammys. Because they have Grammys too, so it's you have a lot going on. The art is great, the character design is great, the overall story is phenomenal, and the songs are beautiful. The music is spectacular. And the music is spectacular, like I was saying. Every single song has a point and a reference, and you can enjoy every single one of them. From the one vulgar song that we talked about, which was just totally, like, I'm pretty sure that you can't play that in polite society ever, to the opening theme, Kiss Me, for the first half, and then the the big song for the first half of the series, The Loneliest Girl, is one that definitely is a earwig. You, I mean, they were selling it on streaming services for, like, 99 cents, and I think a lot of people bought that. And I... You don't have to like anime or manga to enjoy the music. This is a series that you can actually go and show other people. And I like that. It's one which you can watch. It's a great introduction to anime. It is. It's due to some of the elements, you can't show this to kids, unfortunately. No. And that's a shame. But I actually like that you shouldn't be able to show this to kids because it's something for adults. You can, this is, this is how you can say, here, this is, no, I don't just watch cartoons. I watch anime. Watch this. Because you're going to get sucked in. If you've ever watched American Idol, if you've... Before the American Idol aspect, you get sucked in. It's in this, the first episode. Yeah, but still, American Idol is like pretty early on in it. That's like, uh, that's like episode five, I think, six. Let's see. American Idol episode is, oh, that's all like eight. That's far in. Oh, and but it is it does suck you, and you are right. You are right. Uh, one other thing that, as a music geek, that I love is that every episode title is actual records, and they show in the at the eye catch in the middle of the episode. You see the original record for it, and it's things like the first episode is True Colors by Cindy Lauper, and they talk about Cindy Lauper through it. You have Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run. You have Video Kill the Radio Star. 
Show Me the Way, All the Young Dudes, Dancing Queen, With or Without You by U2, Walk This Way, The Kids Are Alright, Head Over Heels, uh, The Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, and then it ends off with A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. So you have a lot of really cool... And each one is does fit with the series as well. Like an episode where you need kind of a bit of um, hope. The episode title is Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. And it just fits the series so well. Now there is also going to be an, a manga series that has been released. It just came out by Yen Press, I believe, is releasing it. And... Eventually, we'll get on the wheel of manga, but I don't know if it could hold as well. I think you're going to definitely lose something by not being able to hear the the music. music. It, it's similar to how series like Kids on the Slope and Gravitation and I'm trying to think of another good musical series that focuses on the music. Um, Nodame Cantable and Piano in the Forest, or Forest of Pianos. That one you need the music to fit in. Like when I showed you Gravitation, I told you, the, well, the stories, whatever, but the music is what drew me to it. And that's a very interesting music series, which focuses on the aspect of, yeah, here's your manager, here's what you need to do in order to become a musician. Yeah, all the other crazy things, the sub, the main, the quote unquote main plot, like it was not as interesting as the, okay, here's how Bad Luck is going to become the best band ever. Or Beck is another example. But Beck, there's a whole other thing where if you listen to English dub, it's a completely different song and music than the Japanese dub because they had licensing issues. It's like, yeah, we're going to play... Um... But it'll be interesting to see how the manga does work out with it because it's. I feel like you will lose something if you, don't, if you can't hear it. I concur. And for our ratings, I'm going to have to give this really, really, really fucking cool. This is a great series. It is a series that I recommend... And there's something for everybody. There's um, And while there isn't physical fighting, there's a lot of stuff going on which you're like, damn, that's brutal and bad. It's There's a, a lot of political aspects. Like we've talked about the political strife of what's going on. It's affecting characters. Like they're characters who, because they're speaking out against it, they're repercussions. A little like the real world a little bit. I don't know if... This was before a lot of happened, so I don't know if this was made during, influenced by real world events, but it's... It's not influenced by the coronavirus, but it's definitely influenced by real world, real world events. But, 100%. But it it's something which will draw you in and I guarantee will... It's a good palate cleanser, I think. I think it's binge-worthy. I say really, really, really flippin' cool. I agree. So... Hope you guys enjoy this. We're going to talk about a couple other series. Like our next episode for the anime review, we're going to be talking about the second half of Seven Seeds. Our first episode, that's another one that it's somewhere. I'm going to see if I can find it to link to it. Because that one was a intriguing... Uh, well, let's be honest. The first season was... And, and being a Seven Seeds fan, that first season hurt. It hurt pretty bad. It was you crammed 15 volumes into 12 episodes. I'm hoping the second... The second, uh, second half is better, but we'll see. Um, so with that in mind, I'm Greta. I'm your host, Zan. We're gone, so we'll catch you guys next time. Keep watching anime, and uh, if you want us to add anime news, email me. Let me know if you want me to add anime news to the anime reviews. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.
the faith Cause there's no reason not to try Let the stars be your guide Let the love be your light Take your soul Let your voice be heard